This week on Listen Here, Missy, myself and Danielle discuss the teen magazines that we grew up reading. The first issue that I got had Paris Hilton on the cover. Ooh. What teen magazines mean to us, our own teenagehoods. I really don't feel like we're appealing to our <laughs> actual audience. We're just being nostalgic in this we're episode. Being... And how important Missy.ie is to teens in Ireland today. You can also expect some random Jedward info. Were they Jedward on the actual shows? No, they're John and Edward. John and Edward. Band. The duo. <laughs> a hot take on our first concerts and the marvel that was Teletext. And they get up the telly and I was like, what are you doing? I like we're checking on the Teletext. <laughs> Listen here, Missy, a Missy.ie podcast. so please stick with us with this because like we i actually kind of do want to keep it like chatty like i don't want it to be too like structured or whatever because like that was the whole idea of us doing this podcast was that like we're constantly like texting and talking throughout the day like doing Mm -hmm. stuff for misty.ie and then we're like this is actually gas or like we want to (laughs) rant yeah we think we're gas um but like we also just kind of wanted to rant about some stuff as well sometimes and like that's the thing i found with like doing articles is like you do kind of have to rein things in sometimes Mm. for like a structure of an article or else like you'll have like a 20 page rant (laughs) so like i think it'll be good to actually like chat through yeah topics topics rather than typing them yeah I suppose we should like introduce ourselves like I feel like we just like ran into that again because like we keep stopping and starting this so welcome to the first episode of Listen Here Missy a podcast by Missy.ie I'm Danielle I'm Jessie together we are <laughs> I did that on one of the tests I was like and together we are Jedward but I was thinking about that afterwards they didn't do that though do you not remember their first audition it was like my name's John and my name's Edward and together we are John and Edward. Oh, they, they were John and Edward first. Yeah, they were John and Edward. And then everyone started like Edward. Edward. Yeah. Were they Jedward on the actual show? No, they were no. John and Edward. John and Edward. Band. <laughs> the duo. The duo. I thought they were Jedward. No, like they were John and Edward. I feel old that I actually remember Yeah, people that are going to be listening to this. Our target. I've got English now. Our target. Why did I say target? <laughs> target. If our target audience are listening to this, they're going to be like, who's Jedward? What? They were like, they're, they yeah. were not Jedward. Really? They were on the Late Late Show. They were on the Late Late Show, yeah. They shaved their target audience yeah. are going to watch the Late Late Show. My, uh, my neighbour, Anne, <laughs> who is like... She can have her own segment. Yeah, Anne should have her own segment, but I, God love her, I remember last year she was like, when COVID first started, and do you remember Jedward went on... Like the late late, I think this is like Jedward are like icons now on oh, Twitter. Yeah. Like they're mm. absolutely like they are out there sharing their wokeness, fighting the good fight. yeah, fighting the good fight, um, for people. And but they were on the late late show, and she was like, "Did you see Jedward on the late late show?" And I was like, "No, Anne, I I don't sit around <laughs> on Friday night to watch the late late show." And she was like, "That's who like the young people of Ireland need someone who's going to speak to them." And I was like, <laughs> "Anne, I love you, but like I don't think Jedward like." And as much as like I do think Jedward are gas, and like I like stand them and yeah. their madness on twitter i don't think that they're like the voice of the people the voice of the people but maybe they they'll are. come for us now get like an ash yeah jedward if you want to give us a shout out or if you want to come on our podcast to like talk about yeah. like 
that'd be fun your yeah i think they'd be gas i saw them in crow park <laughs> one year did you actually go to see them no there was matches on and my ga loving family dragged me along and edward were there and then this fella stormed the pitch actually he took off his shirt like were you ever performing it. or like did no it was like they were a halftime show there was like a, a hurling match on first and then jedward and then like a football match don't ask me but like we had cho- hot chocolate and sandwiches and it was the right time yeah i think that was like my first concert to be honest with you would you class that as a concert no jedward were your first concert yeah how old were you i don't know very young when were they out 2010 yeah they weren't that young yet. i was well i was 14 in 2010 and 15 14 15 was it <laughs> yeah i was was i yeah my first concert was when I was six. What? Did you go see Westlife? Oh, no. I went to go see the Spice Girls. Ooh. And honestly, like, for years afterwards, it was, like, one of those things, like, people were constantly, like, she went to go see the Spice Girls because it was, like, it was so hard to get tickets to the Spice Girls and they split, like, a few months after that, like, Jerry left. Mm. So it was, like, one of those things. It was, like, people were like, she went to go see the Spice Girls. So, like, my... Do you remember it? Yeah, I do, actually. Mm. Um, I remember they, like, came down on stage like on this like ufo like <laughs> space it was like it was like a space themed or something oh right because i think it was world. A, yeah it was like a, it was around like the time spice world came out i i hadn't i don't know anything about the spice girls like i was not a fan like my friend absolutely loved them she was like the movie like everything and i'm like wasn't around for that i was an aqua girl I feel mm. like you're too. Oh my god, I actually feel so old now. But I feel like you were too young for Spice Girls. Cause like she's I, the same age as me, though. I went to go see Spice Girls in like '98. Yeah, no, I would have been three. Practically <laughs> a fetus. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't remember Spice Girls at all, and I never. I was too anxious to go to like big concerts, like my friends would go see Westlife and things, and I'd be like, no. I'd- oh, I think I went to go see like everyone. Like so, I think I was that. So yeah, Spice Girls, Steps, Steps, S Club Seven. <gasps> I would have killed to go see Westlife Seven. To be fair, I did go see Westlife like circa like World of Their Own. I feel like I'm naming off all these bands and people who listen to this are going to be like, "What? Yeah, who are you? Probably millennial. Ed- you probably edit this out." Um, <laughs> the bonus episode, um, where we're just talking <laughs> for over like twenties. Um, but yeah, I went to like those concerts and then like busted. Had a lot of busted concerts. Busted. I went to see Busted when they came back, not Muck Busted. I went to go see Mac Busted, but I was out of the country when Busted came back and it actually devastated me. Like, I swear to God, like, I actually couldn't cope, like, missing. You missed, you missed the good one. It was so funny because, like, they came out, like, they came out of the floor, like, at the start. And I was with my friend and literally all I heard her mutter was, the eyebrows. (laughs) She's, like, looking at Charlie. Yeah, (laughs) I I have seen the concert, like, online. I did watch it. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, I did actually go to, like, a lot of concerts when i was younger um i think it's like you're like a rite of passage isn't it for like teenagers like the teenage band like i was too old for one direction like when one, one direction yeah. came out and i think like a lot of people probably even listen to this maybe one direction probably was their first concert or like kind of yeah bands came up after one direction i feel like i've only gotten into one direction in the past few years if they're even gone. that I'm, and they're, they're gone yeah for- like and i do like their solo music and i finally mm. have understood the oh, appeal the of Harry Styles yeah <laughs> I just kept sending Jesse like clips of like his Grammy performance <laughs> like and he is living rent free in my head since the Grammy performance I think he's lived rent free in my head since like 2010 on the X Factor to be honest it was like a 
I was obsessed. I think I voted for them like three times in the, and I never, but I never interacted with anything. But I was like, I'm gonna vote for. One they direction. owe their success to you. I think so. those three times. I, think so. I was at Niall's audition when he auditioned what? for the X Factor. <laughs> so random. Yeah, my friend got like tickets for it, and we were like up at. Did they come to Dublin for that? Yeah, they came to Dublin for that, oh. and like Katy Perry was one of the guest judges oh, for it. Um, oh. and yeah interesting it was at the height of like x factor like mm. i think the like x factor peaks like that was like it was like january yeah. the year before and then like one direction so mad that they didn't win it like considering yeah. like what they went on to but like i definitely think like x factor peaks that year and i stopped mm. watching it after that year like i haven't watched x factor in like 10 years now yeah that definitely was i even bought the x factor magazine that year when it came out there you go there's a good segment into our topic oh it is too <laughs> You can see that we have not. I had a whole spiel in my head for this, but I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah. Um that was one of my fave magazines. I used to get it in Tesco. It reminds me of my granny though, because she used to always like buy buy me that or maybe like a like a Kit Kat and that. And I'd go off like sit in the back of the car <laughs> and read my magazine there was while an actual the X Factor magazine. Yeah. I did not know that. <gasps> what was a gossip? I think I don't know what it was called. But it was like affiliated with the X Factor. I did not know that now. Yeah. So like, was that your first experience of like, I don't want to call it a teen magazine, but it was obviously like kind of aimed because like, yeah, what was... 30 year old was going to buy the X Factor <laughs> magazine? Could you imagine? Yeah, it definitely did try to capture the younger audience because it like had One Direction and Cher Lloyd, wasn't that her name? Oh, yeah. On the front. Um, and like all the drama. Who else was in it that year? Matt Cardle, was he? did he win it? Was that him? Matt did win it that year. Where is he now? Like, where are most of them now? Yeah, yeah. I remember the whole drama with Charlotte mm. and oh, he was the blonde. Oh, she was in the Katie. Was that? I her? think it was Katie Weasel. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, and was that the year that Rebecca was in it as well? And then didn't she go out with Zayn afterwards? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember because like she was like a bit older than Zayn yeah. at the time, and yeah. But no, that wouldn't have been my first teen magazine, but it was definitely one of the ones that was like, I think Ms. Magazine had stopped by then or wasn't available in Ireland at that point. So it kind of filled the gap. Yeah, I actually, I brought a selection of my past teen magazines (laughs) uh, with me today. And I do have a Miss there and it's from 2005, I think. Yeah, Um, so I don't know what year they finished here. Yeah, I remember buying... I have a really, really weird, like, I can remember such, like, tiny, tiny details, especially, like, when it comes to <laughs> magazines and stuff like that. So, like, I do still have a selection of my teen magazines because I was obsessed with magazines. And, like, mm-hmm. I did keep the special ones, like, the, <laughs> like a particular cover or something like that. So, I do have a selection. I don't have the first teen magazine. I think the first one I did get was, like, Ms. as well. Mm. And I'd say I probably got it when I was about 11. I'd say going back to about 2002 yeah I can remember oh, like the end of 2002 <laughs> I know that's mad yeah. I only started primary school like in no I've started primary school in 2000 but yeah that's mad um but yeah I do remember the first one I got it was really funny because like I think I got it because I was at my friend's house Cara and Emma and they had like they're a few they're two and four years older than me and they had this magazine. I was like, what is this magazine? <laughs> I was like, Mammy, I want this magazine. And like, she's like, oh, I don't know, like if you're old enough mm. for this magazine. And like, 
it's funny like how people are constantly like oh you're not old enough like for a magazine like it was real like there was nothing in it like but it was yeah. just seen as like a slightly older like you know it's like a step up from like princess magazines or like <laughs> x factor magazines and like it's funny kind of how like stuff like that is really like the gatekeeping like behind mm-hmm. it and like i even remember like when she went and buy it and the there was something in it that i really wanted because like, i remember she went downtown to buy it and like the lady in the shop because like she knew mom was like oh i don't know if that's the right age or group now for danielle and it's like looking back on it's like i was 11 like i mean like what yeah. was actually in it that like was going to like just like shock, shock me <laughs> and like it was literally like i i would class miss as like a tween mm. like yeah. it, it wasn't a teen magazine like it was a tween like it yeah. was like a step up but it wasn't like, yeah it wasn't you know, like hard hitting or yeah anything because like i remember then like when i got really into busted and like anything busted wrong <laughs> like just uh, honestly i could just start a podcast on just like my obsession with <laughs> busted. busted and i remember they were on the cover of like one of the teen magazines i'd say it was about 12 i was definitely in sixth year mom mm-hmm. was like you're not getting that you're not getting that magazine. sixth year oh no, sixth class sorry class, yeah. <laughs> it's like 12 class. i was in sixth class and i was like but james is on the cover of it because <laughs> like the members of busted had like their own individual covers i think it was like on sugar or on bliss and mom was like you're not getting it and i was like because james <laughs> is on it. it and she was like no you're not getting it and um then it was like when i went into first year loads of people i remember in the back of the class one day like during lunchtime like mm. one of the girls had like a stack of bliss magazines mm. I was like, oh my God. like <laughs> yeah like this is just it was the height of feeling so grown up yeah and like I think that that was like where my obsession with magazines started. Even though actually, I'm going to hop back there now because like my <laughs> obsession with magazines started with Sabrina Secrets. Yeah, that's where it came from, and the need to collect them. Like you had to get every two weeks, and if you didn't get every two weeks, mm. you missed out on that vital bit of tacky <laughs> makeup that went into your like the the first the, issue yeah. came with like a box, and then it was like tacky makeup came out in every yeah issue, and you collected it. That they were. I loved anything like that. Or we used to have in our like we used to have like the stall and it had like bags and it had like a mag like a lucky dip magazine and like you didn't see like the magazine or you didn't see what was in it but you just kind of picked up the bag and like it would have like some random I don't even know what the magazine was called and it have like little toys and things and like that was I lived for those that and getting my picture taken in the passport machine in Tesco that was all I was going for the weekly shop for. So does your mom just have like a drawer of just all your pictures from you coming yeah. into? Well, yeah, I think she got rid of a lot of them because they're just the same. But like I have some of them, it's like chocolate smeared all over my face and I'm loving life. And like, yeah, so I would either spend my money on that or the thingy-majiggy, the magazine thing. Yeah. Lucky dips. Did you have lucky dip things? Is that like, was that just like a Kildare thing? <laughs> Kildare thing as if it's a million miles away. You never know. No, I don't think Felt so. Felt like that when I moved here. <laughs> but, um... No, I don't think so. Like, I do remember, like, other magazines now that, like, I've gone into the whole Screen of Secrets thing. I do remember, like, S Club 7 had one. And, like, mm. they gave it, like, a free bandana. And, like, everyone in my... Everyone in... All the girls in my class, like, had this free bandana. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I can still <laughs> picture it. And, like, yeah, I think, like, that kind of instilled a, like, collector mm. in yeah. me to have, like, magazines. And, like, I just, like... It's nearly been written in the stars. Like, did I just want to go into journalism and like magazines? Because like, I was just so obsessed with them. Like, I had to have them. Like, I mean, yeah. my poor mother does joke that like, if she could claim back all the money that she spent on magazines <laughs> over the years, like, she would be rich yeah. or like on Disney DVDs. And I'm like, probably would be. But sure, that's fair. That's an yeah. Was it so? 
to hop back then I do remember like getting bliss when I was I just started like first year and again mom was like toughen up that's like the right age for you <laughs> and it's like it's kind of gas to look back on because it's like what did they actually think yeah. was going to be in it like what level like did, is it like but I do remember and I remember the very first issue that I got had Paris Hilton on the cover Ooh. the height of like naughties yeah like Era. the OG Kim Kardashian <laughs> and it's like you got like a free like lip gloss in mm-hmm. it like this is back like yeah, when the freebies the freebies mm-hmm. in it and there was something else as well and like I coveted that <laughs> magazine like I swear to god like I literally knew every single page on that <laughs> issue like and I just and then like it came out every month mm. so like I started collecting all the bliss magazines I actually had them for a really really long time and like I used to have them all in order like I used to stack yeah. them in order and like they were like my pride and joy and then like once once I got in the taste of like bliss I was on to like all the teen magazines like mom just couldn't stop me like she couldn't <laughs> hold me back so it was like sugar magazine um I think like there was like a few from the states and stuff yeah. but like couldn't really get them in Wexford um teen vogue was kind of like I, if you went into the book center and there was a teen vogue on the shelf it was like <gasps> oh Jesse, like I'm even going back before that like they didn't <laughs> even used to have teen vogue in oh, wow. the book center i remember the first time i got my copy of teen vogue and i actually have it's it right, right here <laughs> sitting here and um, the first issue of teen vogue i ever got has um whitney port and um lauren conrad from the hills on it and i was up in that loan we like and he scoped to family friends in that loan and i went into the bookshop there and they had this teen vogue and i was like oh my god like it was just <laughs> the highlight of like my trip away was that they had this teen vogue and that it had told you things are different up around now. yeah i know like honestly <laughs> instead of down the sticks down here in wexford and like i had just gotten into the hills like recently mm. and i was just like oh my god like this is dated from yeah. august 2007 when did the hills come out was it 2005 was it that long ago yeah Jeez. i think like it aired like in 2006 maybe. Oh. yeah see i told you i were like mind for like the day <laughs> yeah like that's like i literally went to college to study <laughs> history and pop culture so like give me the dates like there you go um and i was just like this is deadly but like yeah. it's it's really funny to see the difference between like the uk magazine mm. so like the sugars and the bliss and then like the teen vogues and like the 17 yeah magazines like i remember looking through a 17 magazine out in my friend's house again they were a few years older than me like scandalous like to me like it was scandalous because like the magazines we got over here were like so pg like mm. which is why i do laugh at the thought of mom being like I don't need to <laughs> but yeah i just used to get really annoyed with teen vogue and the other kind of uh american magazines because of all the ads you see loads of ads in them yeah like the the american magazines are just mad for mm. the ads like even like the actual vogue magazines as well yeah. like they're all ads what was the was it seventeen magazine? Was seventeen magazine kind of chunky and small, or was that just like you know the way you can get the smaller ones? I remember there was a small kind of chunky magazine. I still have it somewhere, I think. And it was American, and it was just full of ads. And I remember like I bought it, and it was like seven euro, and I was flicking through it, and I was like just getting really annoyed because it was like I just basically bought a book of ads. I don't know what it was. I think it might have been a seventeen magazine. I think I have seventeen magazine there. I know there's one with like Taylor Swift. Mm, um, oh no it's Cosmo Girl um, like I'm an OG Taylor fan because um, I remember getting this magazine I was like oh my god Taylor's on it and it's dated <laughs> January 2009 mm. so like Fearless had just come out uh, yeah. 
um, and she wasn't really well known over here in Ireland because like I used to like watch E News and all e those News, kind of things. Please. Like I've always been really really into like my entertainment news, and like it's never really good over like well it wasn't like these are nearly like pre internet days. <laughs> I used to get my celebrity gossip from the teletext. Oh dear God. <laughs> I didn't know how to work Teletext. I used to be really confused because my cousins would be like, oh, let's check what's on the on in the cinema. And they'd get up the telly and I was like, what are you doing? Why are you like, we're checking on the Teletext? <laughs> it was like a new world. But yeah, I used to go. Yeah, I used in. to like, um, when I used to go home <laughs> from school, like from my secondary school, I used to come in and I used to have a routine of like, I would check like the Irish Teletext, the like RG, like TV3, mm. which is now Virgin Media. And then, like, there was, I think there was Channel 4 used to do one as well. And then I used to go onto Sky, because Sky News used mm. to have, like, an interactive one. And they used to have really, really good celebrity news. Like, this is literally before, like, the internet was, like... Like, <laughs> we had internet, but we had the dial-up dial internet. Up. And I, like, mom just wouldn't let me on it for, like, very long. Because she'd be like, you're wrecking, like, you're putting up the, like, <laughs> the, the, bill. the bill and stuff. And do you remember it was like, get off the phone, I want to go on the internet. <laughs> and, like, the, the, the connection would, like, cut out every so often. You'd yeah. have to, like, redial it. Uh, I really don't feel like we're appealing to our <laughs> actual audience. We're just being nostalgic in this we're episode. Being, we're being nostalgic because like it does actually lead yeah. somewhere. Like there, there's there, yeah, there is context to like how like we got to where we got to. So like I think mm. it's fair to say that we both really liked teen magazines and they mm-hmm. played an important part in us growing up. Yeah. Do you remember anything in particular from the teen magazines that kind of stands out to you? Like did you like um, learn anything or is there anything funny or like random you remember from reading them um i always went to the fashion pages first and, and the cringe sections obviously i love the cringe section um posters do you remember posters oh, in yeah, the posters yeah and then you stick them in your locker yeah no i didn't i put them in my bedroom and like would have literally had like a wall full of posters that i had to take down eventually and part with and it was this traumatic experience but I was like that was busted but like I a shrine not, I, there was literally a shrine there was not one other poster to any other band oh, it was just all busted just like busted. all over four walls <laughs> four walls four walls oh, of God. busted posters and like the actual posters so you could like buy some of them in like the book centres like the mm. huge big ones and then all the rest of them were pulled out of like magazines yeah and I also like had a busted but I feel like I'm like confessing like yeah this is this is this is going to go out yeah. to potentially thousands of people, but okay. <laughs> I also then used to like rip out like magazines were like so important to me. Like I couldn't touch them. Mm-hmm. They used to take out all the busted stuff in it and put in a special busted folder. Oh, <laughs> Stop judging me, Jesse. Do you still have the folder? Yes. <laughs> it's like, and how often do you look? <laughs> no, like I, it's like thrown in the back of my wardrobe whenever mm-hmm, so often. Sure, when I do, sure. Mm-hmm. Every so often when I do like a clear out, mom's like, "Oh, you're throwing this." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> don't touch it. Don't even breathe on it." Could be worth a few bob in a few years. <laughs> to absolutely no one but me. Oh, Maybe someday I'll bring it in and we can like go through the, oh the busted folder. So, so busted can get like a restraining order against me. Yeah. <laughs> you know about this one now in my position but like i remember it was like a thing like in my class like people like who whatever bands and stuff they follow mm. like people did like make a folder and like i have seen people online talking about following like busted i think especially in kind of those bands around that time and people did have folders so i wasn't alone in yeah. it it's like having a pinterest board now but yeah like... i i could have like originated pinterest mm. yeah you were either a busted or a mcfly person and lines were drawn oh they were they're still drawn mm. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, do you remember any, like, stuff from the cringes or anything? Small things. And, like, people would write in, then, like, for the advice column and be like, I use the tampon. Am I not a virgin anymore? And oh. they're just like, um. But back then, like, we didn't know any difference to be like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to roll my eyes at that because yeah, you don't I, know any different. Yeah, no, no, that's definitely. And I feel like we could have a whole podcast mm. on, like, that stuff. But, like, yeah, some of the stuff that, like, used to come out was, like, so random like i vividly remember one time reading one of the problem pages and it was like um my boyfriend wants to have sex and he says that we can use a sandwich bag as a condom oh jeez <laughs> it's just like oh. what number one ouch number two ew. <laughs> <laughs> number three ouch again yeah like what mm. but it was like that's actually made me uncomfortable I'm just no, adjust. <laughs> I know I like it's one of the things that just stuck with me because like even though like I'd say like I was mid-teen at the time even I was like what yeah but, like that is like actually the thing is like there are people out there and like they do rely on teen magazines mm. for information like that because like yeah someone along the line obviously was wondering like because they'd never had a conversation in school or with parents about like mm-hmm. condoms and like how they work that like some people think like anything that's plastic or like rubber works and it's like no so like I do think like the like that is funny and random story like that was sent in but like there is a reason behind it and like there is a reason why teen magazines are so important because Mm. I learned a lot from teen magazines and like even though now I look back on it and it's like I really do think they could have been more but like yeah. I think things have moved on a lot since then yeah so like that's what's been really really important to me with missy.ie there's mm-hmm. one I just found tea magazines so important when I was growing up and all these magazines that we've mentioned here now like I'm pretty sure like most people listening in would be like I've never heard of those magazines yeah. and the reason you've never heard of those magazines is they're not in print anymore mm. so like when I was growing up there was like an abundance of tea magazines and they're not there anymore like nope. the internet's been great like I sound like such a dinosaur it's, like, it's great <laughs> that we discovered the internet rock band but like it has changed how media yeah and the accessibility too which is both good yeah and bad yeah it, it definitely is because with these magazines I grew up with like they didn't have websites because like mm-hmm. this wasn't a thing at the time like they probably had like really basic yeah. websites but it wouldn't have been something that was updated like no it would have been more information like yeah. about the magazine and things rather or than... like one or two articles like a month like yeah. or if there was like a huge breaking story or whatever but yeah nothing substantial yeah so like i thought it was really sad that they didn't have like tea magazines anymore because mm. like i did love them like i mean like you know between like the great advice you get and then also mm-hmm. like there is something so special about being a teen like you know looking back on like the shows that you watched yeah. and like the fashion and the bands and like it, it yeah like it, yeah <laughs> Twilight, Twilight was such a huge thing like yeah for us when teens growing up and like I just thought it was really sad that like there's nothing there that like captures that yeah. anymore like because it is just such I don't want to be like it's the best time you're like because like it actually isn't like because that like when I think back on my teen years I think like they were some of the messiest like not for me personally the yeah. messy years was like the stuff going on around me like was just yeah mad like with the things that like like you know like obviously like everyone like I went through stuff and like people around me going through stuff and like you could like take off the list of teen issues like you know like mm. it, it is actually like a really difficult time yeah for a lot of people like it's 
you know everyone does have stories yeah and it's the hormones and the, the who am i and yeah the life-changing decisions of where you want to go to college and all that kind of stuff that you're kind of you're 13 going into secondary school and it's like this is your goal now and it's, there's other stuff to contend with so it can get very messy and it can be hard when you don't have a place that's like i can google and that might help me and things like that yeah because like i think one of the really important things to us with missy is like never to be like condescending because like mm. i do so vividly remember like what it was like to be a teenager because like it's my job to like constantly be looking back on that but like i think like a lot of people do forget how difficult that time period is yeah and there's a lot going on and it's like you feel like you're so grown up but like people around you maybe aren't like treating you like you're growing yeah. up but like you're actually probably dealing with things that are quite difficult and like yeah. I remember you actually saying to me recently about like how teenagers like how like protective of like our privacy and how secretive we can yeah. be and like I think that's <laughs> so true because like as close and everything as like I'd be to my mom and stuff there's always going to be something that you're oh, not yeah. going to say like or like someone else like you've heard something and it's like well I don't want to get them in trouble or like I don't want this to turn into a thing and it's like yeah. there's always stuff going on like everyone has their own secrety yeah. life that they yeah. I think everyone has that in general yeah even growing up but like when you're a teenager you do kind of feel extra protective yeah. or because like I feel like you, you just kind of start thinking like well like is everything going to turn into a drama like you mm. know like if you go home you're like well like they were doing this or what and suddenly it's like oh you're not to like hang around with them anymore so like you yeah. don't want to be like rashing out your friends like obviously yeah. like if there's something really really serious please do go tell someone but like it's just like the intricacies of growing up mm. like there's a lot that goes on there and like it's quite hard to navigate and like it's such an intense period because like I look back on stuff that happened to me like when I was like 15 16 17 and like I'd handle it so much better now but at yeah. the time like it just feels so like so big and like the be all and end all and like you just don't really even understand how to deal with like certain Mm. situations because like it just feels like the biggest thing ever like it's just easy just to pretend like it's not even happening can be very overwhelming or even if you do think you know how to deal with it you can look back and be like oh maybe i shouldn't have approached it that way but at the time that's how you feel or that's how you would have reacted but I think that's really normal as well because like yeah. we all grow mm. as people like you know I know things that, like now that I didn't know then I'm like I'm sure like I'll <laughs> say that in 10 years time again like yeah. and you know like that is like the joy of growing up in one yeah. way like but like it is really really hard so like I think we try to kind of keep that in mind with Missy that yeah. like it's good to give advice but like we don't know everything because things have changed even yeah. since we were oh, yeah like I'm sure like you know if you're still listening which I hope you are still listening <laughs> like things have changed and you know like in 10 years time they'll change again they'll be again because I've even seen things have changed a lot in like the three and a half years since like I started Missy yeah. like things have changed and like changed for the better like it's really mm-hmm. great to see a lot of stuff but like it does keep changing yeah even like yeah and even I think as a teenager like when I looked at looked at look at my 15 year old self and like my 17 year old self those two people are two completely different people yeah. like so even though that small span and then come that comes with a generation as well like things are so different and I think that's with Missy's content we keep that in mind like it suits the 17 year old who might need it and the 14 year old who might be looking yeah for it as well and that is kind of a difficult balance mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. to get right because again coming back to like how like my mom used to be like I don't know if that's like appropriate for you and like that's totally like a normal thing yeah but it's also like 
I'm not there to gatekeep mm. like what people read and like I'm not into like gatekeeping anyway like I do think that like information that like a 17 year old's getting like I don't think there's anything wrong on a, like a 12 year old getting it either because like you need yeah. to be building it's up that anyway. like yeah it is out there and it's like you know like you need to like know these things like you just don't suddenly wake up one day and it's like I'm a fully functioning yeah, adult and like I know like what to do in this situation <laughs> or in that situation it's like it's all about like an education and like I think yeah. it's good to like be introduced to that from like you know an early age like yeah yeah like because I remember like there was such a secrecy like when I was in school when like we were all like getting our periods like because it was like don't talk about it in school because like such and such person mightn't have the talk with their mom yet and it was like that's not my problem like (laughs) yeah and it's like that kind of then like internalizes for like a long time afterwards you just feel like oh then I should never talk about it that kind of mentality that just carries with you yeah i think it starts like quite early yeah, very young in in school and kind mm. of how like things are addressed and like yeah like the gatekeeping like does yeah like and even to go back to the teen magazines oftentimes looking back on them i feel like there is a lot of internalized misogyny in how those articles were written and yes they're helpful at the time for a teenager in 2005 say but when you look at them now you're like whoa this was not written how I would write it now for yeah. teenagers and things like that. So it's very, it's that kind of. I feel like it was very heavily gatekept. Gatekept. What's the word? The gatekeeping was quite yeah. heavy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Back then, in the sense that it was kind of, it played into this thing of, oh, you know, tuck a tampon up your sleeve yeah. when you're in school. Um, that's my advice. Where it's like, no, just walk out with the tampon in your hand because yes, you get a period. That's more. Where I will go with it now and be like, yeah, I want my period. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, but things have changed because, yeah. like, I think we did actually look at magazines before. Um, some of them we had here, we kind of went through it. Yeah, and like, I think whoever was writing them at the time, I would say, were written with the absolute best of intentions. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it just goes to show like how much things are changing. Like, I actually think it would be interesting for us to like dig out those magazines and yeah. go through it. But, like, it just goes to show, like, how much things change. Like, I've even noticed since I started writing for Missy, like, how inclusive language has started to get. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if I had written an article, like, three and a half years ago about periods, I would have been, like, a girl, yeah. a girl. Whereas, like, now it's, like, a person. Yeah. And, like, that has changed over the past, like, three years. Like, and it's yeah. still continuing to change. And I'd say, mm-hmm. like, in a few years' time, as much as we do make such an effort to be inclusive and to try talk about things in a matter yeah. of fact way i'm hoping that like it'll move on even more mm. like in years to come that like you know like things just naturally do, yeah, like naturally evolve and like it is good to see them evolve so like i do think i got a lot of like good advice from teen magazines um yeah. like i'm an only child and so like i didn't have like an older sister or anyone yeah. like to like talk to and stuff and like i did get some really good stuff from it but like looking back on it now i do think i could have got a lot more as well like i think like a lot of it still was very especially yeah. like in ireland it there was still a lot of like gatekeeping and kind mm-hmm. of slut shaming yeah. and like i don't still don't think there was enough emphasis even in the teen magazines like about like sex ed because like mm-hmm. i remember like the american magazines would be like this is how you put a condom on like i think if they had done that in ireland there would have been actual complaints oh. from like the vatican or something like that <laughs> the pope himself yeah come over yeah like even my cousin in england she's like three years older than me and we would go like for walks and we'd talk and she's like oh yeah so like we had sex education today and like they brought in bananas and we put condoms on and I my mouth hit the floor I was like what you put a condom on a banana 
she was like yeah do you not do you not do that she was like oh you'll do it like eventually like in secondary school because like she's three years older than me I was like no we are the only the only way you'd be doing that is if you went to the shop yourself and bought a banana yeah, and bought and a, a condom and, a condom. and did it yeah. yourself like there is no way and she was like but like then how would you know I was like you tell me I'll report back in a few years like I don't know did you see there's actually quite a good video online I think it is from Seventeen magazine in the states, and they like got loads of teenagers in, and they asked them to put a condom on a banana, and like loads of them couldn't do it. It's actually like kind of gas to watch, but also yeah. slightly alarming. Yeah, but like so. I think that, like that's why they should be doing stuff like that in like mm. class, like and in kind of like that setting, because like it is actually very educational, like to yeah. do stuff like that. But yeah, like there is still a lot missing from those teen magazines. So like I guess like with Missy bringing it back around to Missy dot ie, um, we. <laughs> try to like cover kind of everything like as you said like from kind of entering the teen years all the way up to kind of going to college like often people are like what's your like age demographic and like we kind of say 13 to 19 but like it skews a bit younger I do know younger people read it and like I think that's great yeah and we also do kind of have like older yeah in the 20s I have family friends who read it and they're like 32 33 so it's like there's a lot and I think it's just because it's interesting to also know like some of the people I know who read it do have young children so they're going to be like okay yeah this is kind of what I can expect or this it's interesting to just keep up with the information that's kind of being aimed at teens I guess you would say yeah and I think the other thing to kind of mention as well is like when I started Missy um I did aim it at like teen girls Mm -hmm. like that was more like how you do you position it like actually I don't really think like there I've ever seen like teen boy magazines like it's just it's just not but then again that wasn't back in our day it wouldn't have been yeah geared towards us like they had like mr bean magazine i used to love the scratch and sniff cards scratch and sniff I love that sounds so bad <laughs> <laughs> i'm just sniffing the cards there now Do you know how they scratch them and you smell them Do you remember them no oh my god and then we had there was um a bones magazine like the skeleton you used to get a bone with every that sounds so bad but you used to get a piece of a skeleton with every magazine and you build your own skeleton and horrible histories because I had like my best friend growing up would have been a guy and like we used to get these magazines together yeah. so yeah that's the only thing that I can remember kind of being for appeal to both of us as but that was it kind of yeah mm. like but actually when you think about it it's kind of quite sad that like there was not like a teen magazine for boys because like sorry yeah. some of them could really do it one yeah just read Missy yeah see but that's like that's the thing like we like when missy did start it was like you know magazine for teen girls but like we've actually taken the girls out of it because like one we're trying to be more inclusive and like i know it is like pink and to a certain extent aimed at girls yeah but but you know like if you looked at the branding you'd be like oh it's for girls but like we have like tried to move away from that because i do know that like boys read it and like Mm -hmm. i think that's actually really really good so like when we're doing our content like we have tried to kind of move it a little yeah. bit away it's for everyone like i think that like whatever you need to get from it like you know there, there's yeah. a lot there like we try to cover such a broad range yeah of topics and we also get like a lot of feedback from our readers as well about mm-hmm. like what they want to see because we do um kind of surveys and stuff like that and we've gotten actually some really good stuff yeah. from them and you run a segment on instagram called world friends here like, i think we've gotten a lot feedback back through that like you can yeah. kind of see like the issues that people are having so like you answer those questions you're you're quite good at it like i mean 
Um, yeah, well, basically, I, I, I think when we started it, we were very aware that, like, we didn't want to be the voices behind yeah. the advice. So basically, we'll ask people to send in any dilemmas that they have and then put it back out to our Instagram followers so that they can bring in their advice. And I think that way you get a big collection and different opinions and things like that come in rather than say like you and I saying oh this is what you should do and that's that like it's a lot broader than just that and it's very interesting then to see how people respond to the different dilemmas and how people would approach a situation like say if it's like oh I have a crush on this person and some people are like just tell him and other people are like oh maybe like hint at it or so that's interesting as well just to see the different collection of opinions that come in and then kind of incorporate that into articles and things when we're writing yeah it's been really good for us to get like ideas about like articles and stuff Mm -hmm. but also i found like it is so important for us to get the feedback and engagement from readers because some of the issues we've gotten sent in like i'd have no experience with Mm -hmm. that area like we got a few things about like you know lgbtq plus yeah um issues and it's like that's not me like and yeah. you know I don't know how to relate to like someone struggling to like come out mm-hmm. or like anything like that whereas like we've put that out to our audience and yeah. there are people who've gone through that and like they've been able to give like really good yeah. advice because like that's the thing like we don't know everything and like we'd never claim no that's yeah to know everything important. and I think that like one of the things we just really wanted to do with this podcast is like a place for us to chat things through and you know get like input from other people as well because like, yeah. we do have some like guests lined up um hint hint there <laughs> and beyond serious and like it's not just going to be us just talking rubbish yeah. for like <laughs> a certain amount of your time every week like we are we do have like quite a good list of topics that we want to talk about like yeah. ranging through and also like we'd love to get some feedback about like what you would like us to talk about as well because like there's no point like us it's a, like it's the same I kind of feel I've always felt about Missy's like there's no point in me just like writing Missy for me because like yeah not like, gonna be yeah it's not <laughs> for me like and it's for everyone yeah so like I think it's always very important to take on like feedback on what other people want to hear like we're just kind of like the voices and like we'd like people to like yeah we're the vessel <laughs> and like we, we we'll yeah give people yeah, because there's, like, there's no point in even pretending that you know everything about everything. No. I think if you do, people just like log off. They're like, no. Oh. So, yeah, it's very important to get those other voices. Yeah, because there's so much that like we want to talk about, like particularly the leave and search. And I mean, like I did my leave and search 12 years ago, so it was quite a while ago. <laughs> and so, like I have no concept of like what people are dealing with like with the whole covid situation like, yeah. it's quite intense at the moment and like we're so lucky that on our writing team at the moment we have two writers who are going through the leave insert mm-hmm. so like they've been doing amazing content over the past um past kind of like year i suppose and yeah. then like before then we also had sophie on the team so sophie's in her first year of college now which has been another great insight mm-hmm. like everything going on with college at the moment and she covered the leave insert last year and the disaster that was last year's leave insert <laughs> And so, like, I think, like, it'd be really great to have them come on and talk about things as well. Because, like yeah. I said, like, I don't have any concept of, like, what's going on with the leave yeah. insert only beyond, like... I don't even understand the new grading system. I'm I like, don't what? either. Like, honest to God, like, I haven't a clue. It's all, like, for me, I'm still, like, an A1 or a B2 yeah. or, like, whatever. So, um, and it's the same with, like, loads of other issues. Like, we're not the, like... Too old. 
They are too old. Well, we're not the authority on it. Like, and I wouldn't feel comfortable talking about something that I haven't experienced. So, like, we will be talking about our own personal experiences growing up, but also bringing in yeah. other people's experiences. And also, like, if there's anything you want to, like, email us in or rant about, just anything. go for it. Yeah, go for it. Or hello at missy.ie, like, anything. Um, You want us to cover any topics or, like, anything we are open to suggestions. I feel like we've rambled. Mm-hmm. enough for today um i feel like seeing as this is like our first episode like has been a little bit awkward but i feel like we got there in the end like with yeah. the, the chat and i'll probably think of like 10 million things to say later on because like i want to say added voice notes in the end <laughs> <laughs> these are like random add-ons these are like the footnotes <laughs> to like each episode but no like we have we have a whole series to get through so like i'm sure we'll like hop back to talk about certain yeah. things um yeah so we will have like more structure moving forward um i suppose this is just like an introduction into we say um, that we probably will <laughs> we're gonna aim for like more structure but like yeah. yeah this is just more like a little bit of an introduction into yeah. this podcast and kind of what we're hoping to do at least and i hope that's clear like what we're hoping to do yeah <laughs> and, like why we're doing this yeah i think so yeah hope so and like what teenage magazines like what's kind of the inspiration yeah and things like that and what we feel about them and yeah because now yeah because like we said like there used to be a lot of teen magazines and there's none anymore and i thought that like there was like such a gap there like here in ireland because like the irish teen experience is so different yeah i was only thinking about it last night like if someone told me like okay do like a teen magazine for like you know in the uk like and i know like the uk is not a million miles away i actually wouldn't know like how to go about that because yeah. like i haven't lived that experience whereas like the irish experience is so yeah it's like anything unique. you don't really yeah and i used to i used to find that difficult with Miz and all because they'd be talking about their yeah. gcses and their a levels and i was kind of like uh, and all the prices were in sterling and you couldn't actually get those here yeah such a unique experience like i really enjoyed that about like normal people last year it was like the first time you kind of saw the irish yeah. teen experience on the mainstream on, yeah on the screen it was like the devs and the leave insert yeah. and like you know because like it is such a unique time like and you just can't replicate it in another country and like i think that that's like such a unique part of it because like i remember when i was a teenager I was like oh i hate being from ireland like it's not like you know yeah. the u.s like especially when you read like teen magazines like and yeah. teen books and stuff set in the u.s you're just like yeah and the shows and things yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very hard as well then when you are reading those magazines and things because you don't really you feel like you don't fit with that narrative and it can be hard to be like oh yeah I am a teenager but I'm not living that course like I'm not doing my A-levels or I'm not doing my SATs and yeah you know we have a junior certain leaving certain that wasn't really spoken about a lot in the media because yeah and like especially when you see like what's after happening with the leaving cert like last year and this year like it just like to me it just shows like how important it is like to be listening yeah. to students and you know kind of give like students an outlet that like is for them and it's not being condescending towards them and it's giving advice but like you know it's just a lot of stuff around the leaving cert is kind of geared towards like the parents reading it yeah instead of like the people who are actually living it and like mm. i think that's been quite important to us so like that was kind of what we're looking to do with this podcast is to kind of replicate some of the stuff we talk about on missy but in more of a chatty setting and to bring other people and other voices into it mm-hmm. so yeah i we haven't really decided what we're going to do episode two and i feel like we would probably leave insert probably because mm. like that has been such a yeah there's a lot to unpack there i think if you have anything that you want 
us to talk about you can email us everything is anonymous like i don't really care what mary down in like harry wants us to write about or like yeah. i'm not gonna be ringing up your mommy and being like <laughs> she wants to know this we honestly don't mind so anything you want us to cover either on missy.ie or in this please get in touch or you can send us a dm on instagram we're at missy.ie give us a follow if you're not already yeah and everywhere tiktok facebook yeah we're everywhere there, there's nowhere yeah omnipresent yeah you just can't get like rid of us we are absolutely everywhere so um yeah i've been danielle i've been jesse and i'll continue to be even after the podcast <laughs> i won't cease to be i only think that's so strange it's like i've been it's it but i'm still gonna be no i don't know i think too much about these things we're probably like just going to re-record this over and over no, and over. No, we're again. not re-recording this. Okay, Je- poor Jessie is the one who has to like struggle now to edit I'm a producer this. Producer now. Yeah, <laughs> to add that feather to your bow. Could you imagine? Okay, until next time. Yeah. Play the music. Oh yeah. Outro. 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 <laughs>